When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Okay, th- this is really strange. Where, where am I? I'm, I'm, I'm back in my studio again. Was that all a dream? All that traveling? I feel like a, a an episode of a Christmas Carol. Yes, yes, everything's okay, Mr. Scrooge. You're back in the real world. Hello, everybody. I'm Don, and guess what? I'm here in the studio, and so is. Tom, I don't know how this happened. We're together again, and it's about darn time from my perspective. I know you, no, had, a, you, you had a good vacation. You had a good vacation. I had a great I love that vacation. You know that. It's because very you're near and dear creature, to me. So. You're a creature of habit. Yeah. You I'm are. Habit on habit on habit. You but, are habit so. boy. Um, so, so yeah, Tom's back from vacation. I'm back from my whirlwind vacation. And by the way, we're doing a new uh, Monday podcast feature called Monday Musings. And I'll be musing about vacation on Monday Musings. So you don't I'm want to miss that this to coming that. Monday. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, not my what? best, best effort. It, it wasn't because I was still like tired. I come back from vacation more tired than I left on vacation. But you had kind of a tiring vacation. There's a lot of moving here to there to there to here. A lot of stuff. So, just no. want to go get the darned Airstream fix and just sit in that for a while. That's all I want to do. Hi, everybody. This is Talking Real Money. And now, from now on, from the for the rest of the time, we're going to talk about money, about you and ah. the things you do with money. Okay, we might digress occasionally with a strange Norwegian joke. But otherwise, uh, we're here for you at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Our job, trying to point you in the room right direction financially because for some reason the vast majority of the industry both the people who create and sell the products and those who write about and speak about the products and about the industry seem to have it out to get you that was a that was a cue I know you. it was. I was kind of. I'm slow. This is the first time in a month we've done he's this. Just, so he's it's just a long like time. he's he's lounging. He's going. I'm still on vacation. This is now we're back to like the NFL preseason. I don't know how to throw the ball over there. I got to kind of anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yes. watched a game last night. <laughs> I figured well, you were watching that. Such as it was. I hope hope your guy is looking better. Well, anyway, less um, disappointing. Yeah. Okay. That that's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what we're seeing today is something we see regularly, and that is. A kind of what to do with my money now. There's yeah. a big now thing in this industry. Mm. It's just, it's out there. It's all the time. And one of the nows is something that we've talked about the last few years. We've seen the redemptions. Uh, record money moved into I-bonds and record money's moving out of I-bonds because this will surprise you. Uh, the They're not paying 9%? 9.62% of last May. And now it's 4.3 for purchases between now and October. They okay, will reset but, but, it, which but will wait, probably be isn't lower. 4.3 still a pretty good rate? 
No, because I can get a one-year CD for 5.3. I can get in the uh, money market at uh, Invesco for 5.3. I looked all these up today. Um, okay. And the trade, I'm told, the trade, I'm told, the inside, this is inside. So yeah, yeah. listen carefully. Oh, they're going to probably put a line through that when I say inside. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you can count on it. You don't here's open that thing. can of worms. I know. Here's Here's the thing. They're telling you, they're being the smart people that really know what's next, are telling you, take the money out of the I-bonds, pay the, and if you do it within, you can't do it within one year. If you do it within the five years, you lose three months of interest. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, three months of interest. But they're telling you, move it to long-term U.S. government bonds. Are they nuts? That's the trade. That's the trade. Wait a minute. I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. History, history, history has shown us that history. long-term bonds have tended to be highly volatile. Uh, the the most dangerous bonds you can own if your goal is stability in your portfolio, which is what we think bonds are supposed to be for. This comes straight from the mouth of the guy formerly known as the Bond King. I'm not talking about Elvis either. So. Are we talking about Bill? Yeah. He's lost. They still quote him. They why do they quote like, him? Why? He couldn't keep I a job. Idea. I got fired from every decent job he's ever had. Yeah, I mean, he uh, got lucky for a while, and then his luck ran out, and he thought, well, I'm still brilliant. They just think I'm stupid because I didn't make the kind of money I made. Well, what is wrong with this industry, really? And that's what we want to talk about today. What in the world is wrong with this industry? Why is there so much bad information? 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. As he clicks his heels together, chanting, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. You are a bigger and homebody than I am. I, yeah. And Tom, I'm big. And Tom I walks. I am just a studio body. I love you are. being you got in this room. You one little room. That's I it. love yeah. being in this room. I I, as a matter of fact, you. I'm in the midst of recording a book for one of our most loyal listeners. I'm never Luke? leaving... He's he's not a figment of our imagination. Ah, okay. He actually wrote a the book. book. Yeah, All it's right. really okay. good. I'll listen. Yeah, well, if I ever get it done. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And for some strange reason, this week the line actually works really well because there are a slew of you waiting. So let's get right to it. David, welcome to Talking Real Money with both Don and Tom. Or vice versa. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. We can. Well, I wanted to ask you this question: Is it safe that you think all ETFs are good for everybody? No. There, that was easy. Okay. No, not all okay. ETFs. Good ET good ETFs are good. Okay. Well, wait. Depends on your definition of yep. safe. I mean, safe in terms of an exchange traded fund stealing no, your money. Good. He said good for everybody. Oh, said, are they good, oh for good for everybody? No. Not all ETFs. Okay. The question was, well, are all ETFs good for everybody? No. No. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Pause. Second question. Then why is it you make you do that to an annuity product line all the time on the on the radio? You say every annuity is pretty much bad. No. We actually don't say that. 
We say that every indexed annuity is missold. We don't say they're bad. They're missold. They're horribly sold and for most people inappropriate. We think an immediate annuities have a place. We think immediate annuities have a place in some people's portfolios. We think variable annuities are undoubtedly more expensive than the same product without the annuity wrapper. So we just tell you that there are problems with annuities. Just tell us the annuity you like. Go you ahead. Get it out there. Come on. No, I'm, I'm saying I think one. There are indexed annuities that are good. No, there aren't. Have, no. What? And you can, by the way, you you tell me you what. Tell me what's that. good. Tell me yeah. no, no, no. Tell me what's good about an indexed annuity. Give me the 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 honest to goodness. This is what makes First them thing. great pitch. First thing, you have people that are adverse to risk but want yes. to be in the market or participate with the market, but are adverse to risk. Now products today, 25 years later, since they came to the marketplace, you can get uncapped earnings. You can have indices that are diverse with bonds, equities, blends, different mm -hmm. sectors with no cap on them and no fees on them. That's not the true, sir. Sir, sir, you're, sir, you're in the insurance industry, and you know that's not true. You know, you know that. Well, okay, then yeah, let me answer no, me that. Wait, true, pardon no. me, pardon me, pardon me. Answer me this question: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. How can someone? Just yes. this is a, this is a question that involves some logic. How can an insurance company give someone the return of the stock market with no risk, pay their agent, and turn a profit? How can they do that? Because they take a percentage, they buy long-term bonds, they get a return on that, and then they go buy an option on the, on whatever particular indice they're using inside of their product. Oh, wait. Did you just say they take a percentage? And that's not a fee? A piece of a piece. A, everything has a fee. Yeah, but the reality is everything. there has, I excuse ETF, me, I, I how, for how many years, how many years have you spent studying indexed annuities? Just curious. 25. Okay, what is the highest return, the highest annualized return you have ever seen an annuity deliver to the client? The actual return 22, delivered 22-23% over what period of time? You want to know what oh. years that happened in? Is that the question? No, over what? What's, what's Okay, let's go back. What's over been the over, average annual over, return over, for the indexed window, annuities? Can you give me that? The average probably will be in the sixes or sevens. No, it won't. I've never seen one. Never, ever, ever, ever seen one that returned more than five. Ever. Ever. Over 25 Over years. what period of time are you, are you, when, are you asking that? Any yeah. period of time. Any long period of time. More than a year. The average annual return for yeah, indexed annuities, by the way, go all you have to do is type this in. Type it in online, average annual return for indexed annuities. Online, you'll find that the average annual return for indexed annuities is between has been up until this year between three and four percent per year. Bing. That's the return of the stock market? If you're in no, but but uh oh. He hung I up guess on himself. He didn't have a big enough commission yeah, to pay his phone bill. <laughs> No, there. Do, do you ever? Do you ever? 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 When do you? I, you're a salesman. I know you are a salesman of an indexed annuities. I'm, Have I'm you? I'm an insurance product. I do. I do life and annuities both. I, okay. For years. But what I'm? What is your commission? I, no, 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 no. Come on, be honest. I'm asking for honesty here. I'll tell you. What I'll is tell your? You. 
What's your commission on an index annuity? I give you $100,000. How much does you, do you and your firm, how much does your firm give you for that $100,000 sale? On a 10-year surrender, 8, 7? 8, 8 7%. You seven really believe you're worth 8, 7 or 8%? Eight and, and, and wait, if your client wants to take their money out immediately, what do they pay the insurance company to get it out? That's the only thing they have to understand, that you That's it is a long-term hold. <laughs> because but they have to recover no your risk. ridiculous fee, sir. They have to recover but your ridiculous no commission. It does, too. It, it has, has no to come out of their money. Principle. Oh. <sighs> Okay, so you can get three to four percent with no risk to principal. Can I go to a bank and get three to four percent with no risk to principal? I can get, actually can get five now. I can get so. more than three to four percent. Okay, thanks, guys. Well, show me the annuity. You show me the go, go, show I'll me a statement. Send me send me an actual statement showing me that a, an indexed annuity that made more than three to four percent over the last decade. Send it to us. Okay. Or, or really we'll discuss it then. Thank you, David. Appreciate your call. Contracts for that one. All right. Well, thank you for your call and thank you for your time and your interest I in the program. Em. And Don, by the way, yes. they, they really missed you. Apparently, they really, they really missed you while you were gone. Lying in wait. They're like, okay. I love that. See, I love this go. kind of stuff though, because the reality yeah. is, that indexed annuities can't do all the things they promise. And and if we would just turn our brains on for half a second, we would realize that. How does the salesman? And get eight percent of hundred thousand, which is how much, by the way? That's uh, eight thousand dollars. Eight for an after? I mean, come on. Yeah, that's I know. a lot of money. That money, for... all this money. There's only this is what people need to realize. There is only one place from which this money can come. There is no magic money being created. It's all coming from you. That's what it comes from. And they can't give you the return of the market. The actual return of the market, let's say the return of the market is on average 9% per year. It has been over a long period of time. Let's say something like that. Can they give you 9% per year and turn a profit? I don't care how smart they are. They can't do that. That's magic. That's alchemy. And that's what they want you to believe. They, they're trying to pitch you magic. Your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, that was our fun for the day. Hi, welcome back to Talking Real Money. Don here, Tom Easy. there. 855-935-TALK is our number. Anna, you're up. Welcome to the show. Please lighten the mood if you can. <laughs> I sure can. Thank you. God bless you guys. That was kind of a train wreck, eh? Oh, it was fun. You know how much fun, though? We, you know, we like we hate disasters, but we do turn our heads when we pass we'll by them on the yeah. highway. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, what's All up? Right. Well, um, my hubby just retired at 62. I'm going to re be retiring hopefully in 2026. Um, we are currently debt free. Totally. No mortgage, no car payments, nothing. Um, and I have I have a very, very low risk tolerance. My hubby has a medium risk tolerance. And I needed to know as a federal employee where I should be allocating my TSP and where he should be allocating an IRA that he has with Swab. 
Yeah, those are great questions. I mean, and this is kind of the whole thing around uh, it's hard to know you just by you telling us low to moderate risk because that means not a lot. Here's the way I would do it instead. Um, are you, for mm-hmm. example, going to be pension eligible? Yes. Well, I'll have a federal okay. retirement. Okay. Yeah. And your husband, is he going to have some sort of fixed income from an employer's plan? No. No. Okay. Uh, just Social Security. When's okay. he going to take Social Security, by the way? He's thinking 67. Okay, so at least full retirement age. I mean, here's so here I would work it backwards rather than saying we have low to moderate risk. And by the way, you, anyone can go and, and we welcome you to to go take the risk quiz, which is at talkingrealmoney.com. Cost nothing, no sales pitch. That'll give you some feeling because when you say low risk, that'll give you some idea. But here's the way I would do it. I would say, okay, I'm husband's going to retire at 62. I'm retiring next year, or I think you said, or the year after that. Great. Here's the amount of income we need a month. Sorry? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got the income we need per month figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And he's actually already retired, and I'll retire hopefully in yeah. three years. 26. Okay. Okay, 26. So, so what's that number? What did you come up with for the number? Just really quickly. What's your income need? For our, our, um, our monthly? Mm-hmm. Um, 7000 Okay. And your pension will amount to about how much a month? About forty four hundred, actually fifty four hundred. Okay, and your husband's social security? Uh, Three thousand fifty nine. And your social security? Thirty two forty six. Okay, see, you can be very conservative. Yeah. So here's the thing. So again, you could look at <laughs> this, it this is what way this says. Say, well, yeah, we have eleven thousand dollars of income, and we're only going to planning on spending seven to eight thousand for sake of argument. Mm-hmm. That means that the rest of the money in the TSP and the IRA don't really need to be exposed that much to stocks. You could do something very conservative, for example, I don't know, 30 or 40 percent in stocks and the rest in fixed income, of which the TSP plan has a very fine bond fund that you could expose yourself to. Yeah, uh, it has, and, and that or you can do it more simply by using a very closely dated target date fund like at Vanguard. Use a, a 20 20 target date fund or 2025 for that yeah matter, which, which is, is going, going to, to have risk which is going to have about 40 percent or so in bonds i'm sorry 40 percent or so in stocks and the rest yeah. in bonds uh, and it gives you a simplified portfolio so you don't have to do a lot of management or uh, it, it really depends on what's where but the reality is you're in a wonderful situation where you don't have to subject yourself to the scariness the volatility of the market you can be pretty conservative you could do something even like building a a, 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 a cd ladder but that requires a little work you have to be mentally prepared mm-hmm. to always go out to the next highest maturity no matter what. Or you just use a, a good bond funds like BND from Vanguard or the uh, the G fund uh, in the TSP. And I'll throw a little stocks in because we need to keep up with inflation and add to it a little. 855-935-TALK is our number. Don't go anywhere. We're talking real money. We they must go. have really missed you. Yeah, they must have say, really missed you. The, the I was insurance say guy the same called thing. you right off the top, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and everybody else apparently too. We so. need to take Welcome vacation more on. often. 
Um, Good to to have you. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Stan, welcome back. Welcome to. (laughs) Or you may have been here before. I don't know. Hi, Stan. What's up? Nothing much. Uh, No, I haven't ever called before. This is time. first deal for me. Uh, but I've listened to you guys for quite a while now. I heard your first uh, on, on Clark Howard's, uh, your uh, commercial we had on Clark Howard. That's how I started listening to you. Oh, thank you for both of those is... things. And we will be gentle. We'll be gentle since it's your first time. Count on it. <laughs> oh, I Years ago, I've been with my girlfriend forever. And I set, I think I set this 401k up for years ago. And it's transferred through companies and everything else. But she'll be turning 72 in December. And uh, she got this pretty statement with all the nice colors on it, and <laughs> not much in the way of detail, you know. <laughs> they love the, oh, the nice colors, 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 and it's suitable Beautiful for framing. <laughs> so, oh, it is. Framing. Well, actually, it's it's better than no. It's terrific. Actually, <laughs> I can't believe it. I, like I said, yeah. I. That was one okay. of those set it and forget it kind of things way back when, and it's just panned out fabulously. Actually, I'm really so have. glad you're you're distracted by shiny objects. We'll remember more that in the green, future. More no. green than red, I guess. Yeah. Huh? That's anyway, good. Okay. What's well, your question about this colorful statement? Well, it's it's done kind of well. Uh, yeah. There's no like not a great deal of detail. Like for instance, uh, it's valued the beginning of the year at. Six hundred ninety thousand dollars, but now it's worked its way all the way up to about seven forty or so. So that's not too that's terrible. Good. That's good. And that's uh, eight or nine percent or something—that's pretty good, Jer. Yeah. Yeah, it's damn good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's—I uh, um, don't know—it's these. I, I'm thinking we have to do something with it by the time she turns seventy-two, and I don't want to. It's currently with a company. Um, I'm looking at it. I can't even. That, that's okay. I mean, so, okay, by the way, it's 73, not 72. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah. It used to be a lot yep. less. That gives you a little more time. Do I recommend, yes, I mean, does. I guess one question is, and I can ask Don this. I mean, I, would I say take it out, move the 401k to an IRA? Probably because it's easier to deal with. But you got to yeah. know what you're doing, right? I mean, but besides, but besides that, it's written by, I mean, it's with principal life insurance company. So oh, then I would I definitely move it to, I would definitely okay. move it to an IRA. I would absolutely okay. move it to an IRA. I would go to Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard or whomever. And then I would build the right portfolio for her situation. Not based on, mm-hmm. well, this is hot and this is hot and this is cold and this, you know, but based on what she needs from this money. Just as we said to Anna. Figure out what you need it to do for you and then make it do that instead of I'm going to make it do this and see what it does. But the funny thing about it, when I first set this up, which I think was 20 years ago and it was like kind of set it and forget it. It was 20 percent to 25 percent to balanced asset allocation, 25 percent to large U.S. equity, 25 percent to small to mid cap and another 25 percent to international. Well. It's well, you're low on bonds then for me. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you, then yeah, you don't have that absolutely. much fixed income. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing to consider. But so, But don't forget, I was setting this up in 19... You yeah, set it up years before. So it's, I'm saying as yeah. of today. Yeah, So, but but here's a couple of things. Yeah. One, with principal, odds are you're paying more than you should pay for the investments. I don't know what they are, but my guess mm-hmm. is you're paying more than you should. If you, if you went to a... They do just to hide it, don't they? <laughs> 
Barton? It seems like they, they do. Said they said they do their darnest to hide it. Well, hey, smoke, mirrors, colors, shiny objects, whatever it takes. Yep. Wool, pulled over eyes, whatever it takes, it, it, as long as it works. But what I would do is, and it's not a hurry. One, sit down and do the risk quiz with her. Sit down and ter- determine okay. what she needs this money to do for her going forward. Use those two mm-hmm. things. That creates the risk tolerance and the needs create a risk profile. Perfect. Okay. And that tells you that tells you how much risk you need to take. If you don't need to take a lot, you shouldn't take a lot. It'd be silly to take more risk than you need to take. Good. Okay. okay. Excellent. And then decide on a custodian, move the money over, and build the portfolio that Don just talked about. And then just keep listening to us every single day for the rest of your natural life. That's the penance (laughs) for the information. We need the Von Trapp family to kick in here. (laughs) Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Yay. I'm Don. That's Tom. Be right back. Tom and Don are talking. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guide to a really great financial future. Talking Real Money. It's a busy day here at Talking Real Money. The phone calls are pouring in. I'm Don. That's Tom. Welcome back to the show. And Alan, you're next. Hey, guys. Thanks for all the help over the years. My wife and I are doing great. Thank I have you. a question for my son, though. He has a 401k with his company that contributes a match of 100% for the first 3% and 50% for the next 2%. Mm-hmm. So right now he's only uh, contributing 5% through Emeritus. They um, have an advisor fee of 0.25, and they have a total annual operating expense on the fund that he has of 0.94, which I assume is in addition to the advisory fee, right? Yes, it is. Okay, but I got a question. I don't think, I think there must be an option there that does not require you to use the advisor fee. They should Mm -hmm. have a target date fund or life. No, I bet they don't. I bet they don't. Bet they don't. He is Are using a target at- date, but it, it's still on the yeah. um, fee disclosure, the point nope. twenty five. Uh, yeah. so I don't know. I'll have to ask him. No, he's right, um, Tom. He's so using, wait, so he's in a target I've looked date at a lot of these one, things. For 1.2%? Ba- no, plus the 0.25. Yeah, 1.2%. Yeah, yeah, he is. <sighs> that's because, so that's because the owner of the company, the owner of the company is friends with an insurance agent who happens to handle Emeritus. And right. uh, they golf together. Um, this is mo- all my, my conjecture, but I'm pretty accurate usually in this psychic power of mine. I'm sure you're right. All right. Anyway, He's Alan, also yeah. contributing the max to a, to a Roth. Good. So 
Yeah. What else can he do? Uh, you can't really have another uh, IRA in addition to those two things, can you? Not if he's maxing no. a Roth. No, but, 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 here's the thing. He's doing the right thing even with the ridiculous fees because he's getting so much free money that it's worth doing. But I have to tell you, the minute he leaves this job and goes to another employer, I'd be yanking that 401k and rolling it into an IRA so fast it'd make their head swim. Okay, but the question exactly. Alan had a, was what else? money with them, but he Good. has extra and money, what? so what would you yeah, do with right. it? Would you put it then in Then you a, would go um, brokerage account. Non-retirement account. Non-retirement right. account. Using, yep. using, using ETFs. And there are right. some great options, that places he could invest in there that are more than likely not not much of the asset class are available in the target date fund operated by Emeritus. And how old is he? 35. Perfect. He should be really, unless he has some incredible risk aversion, he should be heavily invested in 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 funds like AVGE or um, uh, even AVUV, even AVUV, uh, the, the, these Avantis funds that have a small and value tilt so that they are more aggressive. They are more scary, but more aggressive and more scary in the past has meant pretty significantly higher returns over the decades that he has for this to grow. We don't know what the future is going to bring, but the past has been very, very good to those who did small in value and waited. And the other thing that's right, good about I the exchange traded funds country. in a broke in a brokerage account would give you better uh, better methods of taxation on that money using an ETF than you would in a mutual fund. So mm -hmm. it makes more sense there. Great. Thanks Thank so much. You take care, Alan. 855-935-TALK. Teresa, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, hey, thank you for taking my call. Our I pleasure. have a question. I just opened, I'm 76, and I just opened a money market at U.S. Bank at 4.5%. But my question is, they were saying that U.S. Bank may be in some kind of trouble. It's one of those being monitored. You put it in what kind of an account with them? Money market. A money market? Money, a money market. market yeah, money market savings account. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, how much yeah. money did you put in? 25000 Then don't worry. Nah. Don't worry. Okay. I, and I don't, I, I don't see them going under, but I don't see things very well anyway when it comes to the future. <laughs> uh, but if they did go under, you will be made whole, and you will be made whole very, very quickly. Well, my other my other question is, I'm starting. I'm 76, and I'm starting a new job that does not have a 401k. So I was thinking of putting um, putting more money in this money market account. So there's no. I mean, it's my only money at U.S. Bank. That's not my primary bank. So should I just? And why do you have the money a, there? Why is the yeah? Why is the money in a bank account or a, a money market account at a bank as opposed to? And what do you want this money for? What's it supposed to do for you? Well, I want, okay, I've got Vanguard already. I've got a Vanguard mm -hmm. for, I've got a Vanguard account with quite a bit of money in it. And um, I, I I wanted to balance it out with, I mean, four and a half percent I thought was good. And it it's is. totally insured. Yeah. So it's not going to go anywhere. So is it emergency money, though? Yeah, well, yeah, emergency money um, okay. in case I need a new roof or new this or yep, that. Then you're fine. I have no debt at all. 
Okay, but I'm going to just stop okay. you. There, you would get a very similar rate by using Vanguard's money market fund. or some, These are all paying 4 no, and 5 really I just looked it's at it today. not very good. I, the, I have money market fund at Vanguard, and it's not anywhere near that. And it's not guaranteed like this is. No, it's high quality uh, no, paper, it's not, but it's not guaranteed. It's, it's they've never uh, yeah, ever I mean, ever breaking broken the breaking. Breaking breaking the, the broken. Uh, Fidelity's <laughs> is five point zero three. I just looked this up today. Invesco five point three. I did not specifically okay, look at so Vanguard's. I mean, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't chase returns that way because I Vanguard's think, is five point two seven. Five point two seven. Okay. Okay. Well, Full percentage point better. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, let me tell you, let me just tell you, Teresa, I would not worry one bit about Vanguard cash reserves because cash reserves federal money market is 100% invested in government-backed securities. So you have essentially no risk. No, It is so close to no risk as to be no risk. It, you can't get much closer. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. And Kathy, welcome to Talking okay. Real Money. Hey, Kathy. Try to get to the one more. Yep. Kathy, you there? Yes, Kathy? I am. What's up? Go ahead. Yes. Um, well, I've heard you talking about um, uh, gold and silver. And quite honestly, a long, long time ago, I, I bought a lot of that stuff. And um, now that you're saying the return is so, so little on it, and I'm kind of thinking it over, I think maybe I should get rid of it. But yes. um, the thing is, I don't know who to take it to, and how would they um, would they give me the numismatic value of it, or are they just going to buy it in bulk? Or how, Are they how coins? Are they rare coins? Yeah. Or is it they're rare coins? Then what you want to do is contact silver coins, silver coins but they're rare coins. They're old coins. coins. Old coins? Yeah. Well, yeah. The 40s, 50s, 60s, that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, they're not that old then. Okay. You're, yeah, you're probably yeah. not going to get, unless there are some unusually rare ones in there, you're not, you're not going to get much over, over, over spot. But what I would do is go online, look up rare coin dealers. There's reputable dealers. Contact yeah. a few of them, tell them what you have, pit them against each other, and let them start uh, bidding for your coins. And or yes. Or uh, give me your address. I'll come by later and we'll discuss the price. Oh, to pay no attention to him. He's Now he's going to get in trouble. Now you're going to be in trouble. I'm telling you. Uh, but I would shop it around and I would get out of it. It is not a good investment. Thanks for the call. Real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And thanks for a great hour. Everything from indexed annuities to 401ks for my girlfriend to how to help my 35-year-old son. Should I be in silver and gold? You know, the thing Your about girlfriend money was is in that, that's not it's very personal. You're going to get me in a lot of trouble. Uh, it's personal, right? There's a lot of stuff here. Your that we answer the questions as best we, we, as best we can. But you may need some additional personal help. If you need that, call Tom's girlfriend. Easy. <laughs> talkingrealmoney.com talkingrealmoney.com and all you have to do there is click on meet an advisor oh. it's pretty simple talkingrealmoney.com nailed it we hope you realize that the information provided on talking real money is for informational educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor we know a good one investing must always involve risk in other words you can and probably will lose money at times also as much as you want it no one can accurately and consistently predict the future
future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.